Welcome to CalCast, your creator national podcast. Network News, episode 190. Welcome, GNN fans, to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world, not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Greetings to our faithful God Network News listeners. We are excited to bring you more great stories of movements that are happening amongst unreached people groups. Get ready for some fantastic stories of God's faithfulness, of God working even in this difficult time of COVID. You know, I'm South Sudanese and uh i moved here to uganda i think uh for five years right now i'm okay. staying in the waiwam base waiwamarua base in uganda northern mm-hmm. part of uganda yeah mm-hmm. uh, uh a lot of refugees from south sudan from congo from uh, sudan and the other part of you know africa yeah so yeah uh i am working within the town and uh, mostly my work actually in South Sudan. I mm-hmm. traveled once a while, like uh, for two or three months, spending time training and doing some evangelism uh, among a rich group of people and then also Muslim community. Mm-hmm. Here right. in Arua, I am doing actually uh, work among Muslim. I focus more for Muslim than, you know, the refugees. But yeah. I have team working with me. Uh, we we were able to form a team of uh, unreached group of people and we call ourselves Let's Go, Let's Go team. <laughs> oh, that's good, that's good. That's we, great, that's a great name. We don't want to stay in one place, but we want to go out for people, for our Muslim brothers, and then also those who got put in their heart to work among uh, uh, refugees from South Sudan, also among our team, some team members used to go there. Yeah, but mainly yeah. Um, in, the, in the town. Wow. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, I, how, how did you get so fluent in English? Your English is perfect and extremely oh. clear. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. And uh, so, but you grew up in Sudan, is that right? 
I grew up in Sudan, yes. I, yeah, I started learning English five years ago. Uh, oh my goodness, only five years. I moved to South I've been learning Thai for 10 years and I'm not very good. <laughs> yeah, I was in South Africa in uh, Vosta, Waiwan base. Oh, okay. Yeah, where me and my family, we were actually, like we spent almost nine months learning English there. Wow. And it was, That's... For us, was everyone there in the base was communicating in English. Yeah, so we were able to, you know, catch up with, uh, <laughs> with the new language. It's good. Good, but you don't have a South African accent. You sound a little American, actually. <laughs> wow. That's really great. So tell me a little bit about your ministry, what you do, what you've been seeing happen. Yeah, uh, as I mentioned that I moved here, uh, I think, for five years for now. Uh, yeah, for the beginning, I started working among Muslim community here in Arua. And yeah, it was a little bit hard to get, you know, connected with uh, some friends. But until 2018, uh, Paolo came from uh, Tanzania to come and you know, help us to, to do some training here for harvest multiplication training. And right. I was one, I, I was facilitator and then at the same time also, you know, uh, uh, participant. So mm -hmm. with that new ideas, like gave me some of the revival to get connected easily with uh, everyone, whether Muslim or non-Muslim in our area, you know, we have a lot of villages because we are staying in the village. So we mm. have a lot of villages, uh, uh, neighborhood to our, our base. So, yeah, uh, and it was amazing. It was amazing. We were able, you know, to, to, to win a new soul to Christ. Uh, for, uh, for example, for example, one of my friends, I I connected with him some like almost three or four months. And then after harvest multiplication, I was able, you know, to, to go and visit him and easily I was able to, to, to share to him gospel and he accepted Jesus Christ. And we were I was able also to baptize him. So wow, praise God. yeah, the work is started very you know, with funny way, but later on it started to grow, especially when some of the team members join us, uh, people from uh, within Arua here, from this area, and they speak the same language where the community also speak. Because sometimes also we find some challenges of, of uh, translations. Yeah. So uh, I have a pastor in my team, he's a white woman, He's a uh, son of this land and he speaks uh, their language fluently and he speaks English wow. also very yeah, more, more than I, I do. So he was able to work with me and we visited some of the villages and uh, many people gave their life to Christ through our ministry together with him. 
and also at the same time we were able to baptize some of them. Yeah. Wow! Praise God. What is the language that uh, that the people speak? The ones you're working with. The local language here called Lok Lokbara. Okay, Lokbara. Yeah, uh, is a. Uh, widely spoken here in this area. Mm. So I think they are the majority of where we are staying now. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Praise mm. God. You're listening to God Network News Podcast with your host, Cal Curtis. Look up our website at godnetworknews.com. And so you uh, have some home churches or some small groups that are being started, are those beginning to multiply to others or? Yeah, as I mentioned that I, we work as a group and I, we, some of my group uh, members, they are the one actually doing work more than I do. Uh, they are like going, they have some, you know, house churches, like we have a lady called Mary, she is South Sudanese. And after, mm. yeah, immediately after harvest multiplication training, she was able to form a group of young men in, in her house. And these young men, they started just like having time together, you know, reading Bible, uh, teaching them some hymns in their local language of South Sudanese. Then later on, some of young men started, you know, to accept Jesus Christ. And even she called me to go and discipling them. So like we work as a team. Other do, and then you some other also will invite the other to go and do other part. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That's that's really great. Yeah. That's really wonderful. And um are you doing any work or are you thinking about doing any work in, in uh, South Sudan or the places where you come I, from? Or I visited South Sudan several times. Sometimes uh, like uh, from 2019 up to 20, I think I went two times only. But before, like from 2017, 2018, two times a year, I... I go and do, you know, training, and then we go together in the villages to, you know, for evangelism. We were doing house-to-house -house evangelism. Uh, right. You know, uh, distributing the, the, the Bibles, audio, audio Bibles uh, in local languages. Like we were actually, I was focused on Denka community and then also Jur of uh, Western Bahar al-Ghazal. That is a Western part of South Sudan. It's right. connected, yeah, it's connected to uh, Central Africa Republic from uh, Western side and then Eastern part also connected with Sudan. Oh, so, and okay. then, wow. And we extend our, our movement up to a place called Abiye. It's a small town is actually conflicting area between Sudan and South Sudan. And the majority of people there are uh, unbridged group of people. They are neither 
Muslim, no Christians. So wow. we were able also to be in souls there and we, we disciple uh, many of them. And now they are running their own churches, their local churches. Some of them home churches, some of them, you know, elephant churches. <laughs> start to yeah, but we do encouraging them actually not just to focus on building, you know, the building or having big elephant churches. So yeah. we encourage them to continue, you know, to discipling other around their villages. That's so great. Their, so just recently, actually, I was talking to one of the pastors there and he was telling me an amazing story that young men started even extending their ministry among, you know, Sudanese refugees in their area and some of the traders from Sudan, uh, Muslim traders, uh, Arab tribe, and also uh, foreigners. So the young men, they are also, you know, uh, started actually even doing ministry among these traders. So that oh, was- that's uh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So um, I know that as I have been like, um, interviewing and getting to know different people where movements like this is, are happening. One thing that we seem to see all the time is miracles happening, you know, just unexplainable things that God just does to open up the doors. I was just wondering, have you seen any miracles happen, any healings or any just kind of people set free, any of that kind of stuff? Oh man, our life is all miracles. <laughs> yeah, I know. that's good. You know, as an African, we believe a miracle is the key for reaching community, for reach, to reach yeah. people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whenever you go to the village, you know, they are expecting you to help them, whether financially mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, be a part of their pain, you know, suffering. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing that we ask God what we should do to this community. So like one of the village actually we visited here is not far from where I'm staying. And it was amazing. You know, uh, we found a lot of sicknesses. You know, people are sick with different kinds of sicknesses. And yeah. they able to go to hospital and they are expecting us to help them whether with our car or maybe giving them money so that they will be able to take their sick. But we explained to them that uh, some of them like me, myself, I went through, you know, the uh, training for like healthcare training. When I was in South, yeah. South Africa, I did primary healthcare and we can, you know, help through the medications. But we explained to them that Jesus Christ work better than, you know, the, 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 the hospital. He made will allow us to go to hospital to see doctor. Yes, that is his will. But also at the same time, he can allow also sickness, you know, to go out through his power. So yeah. we pray. We pray for a almost five, I think three 
a young man and then two young girls and God immediately healed them. One was the, with malaria, diagnosis with malaria. Wow. And then another uh, two with typhoid. And then the rest wow. was, you know, the, you know, some of the kind of the sicknesses like a stomach, a stomach ulcers and different kind of the sicknesses. Wow. But immediately God heals them and they wow. were able to testify for their community. And the community started to see, you know, divine healing. And Praise God. They, no, they, 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 the water spread all around the village. And we found ourselves was, you know, <laughs> a, a surrounding with uh, many villagers coming to us, oh. those who are sick, those who are, you know, in like different uh, needs. Yes, but God does uh, miracles and they gave their life to Christ. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider donating to help us continue to bring exciting stories fresh from the field. Visit our website at godnetworknews.com and select the PayPal link on the right side of the page or consider becoming a Patreon partner to receive access to more valuable materials exclusive to our members.